Mm. How are you, Mike? I'm awake, Paul. I'm awake. Have you been doing the I'm on holiday party time thing? No. No, not at all. We watched Bob's Burgers till about 9.30, then I went to bed. Mm. Yeah. Okay. We're working our way through the Americans. We're up to season five. Is that the one where they're Russian spies, really? Yeah. Uh, and it's got Felicity. Yeah, yeah Felicity. Kerry Russell. Sorry, that's her real name. I, yeah. Show. Yeah. I thought you were going to say Kerry Packer, and I was going, no. <laughs> G'day, I'm, I'm Keza, and I'm an American. <laughs> I mean, I'm a Russian spy being an American. That, that's what it is. Boshi moi. <laughs> no, well, they don't often speak in Russia on the show. All the no, Russians do, but not them. G'day, y'all. I'm Carrie, the Russian American. <laughs> Sorry, I'm really tired. That's. Oh, so welcome to the Gary Show, everyone. Mike is tired. And, and Paul, Paul, you, you sound like you're in a different room or in a different location. Where are you at at the moment? I have a brand new microphone, Michael. Oh, I, yes, I did see a, a picture of that on the social medias. Fancy you. It's a, called a Yeti Blue, but it's actually black and it looks nothing like a Yeti. Um, right. Yeah. That's good. <laughs> maybe, if I, maybe if I saw a photo of it through the woods, you know. Just blurry. Okay, oh, yeah. I can see it. Maybe it's a line of mythical creature porn. <laughs> that of electric blue, yeti blue. <laughs> oh, I see where you were going. <laughs> yeah, come on. <laughs> Keep up. Uniporn. <laughs> oh, we're off to a good start. We are. How, so, so how was the rest of your Christmas? Oh, you, you got a, a Yeti Blue. I, 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 you sent me a photo of something else very big and animal related that you got. I have a giant 1989 Batwing in Lego to put mm. together. So, yes. Hang, and you, you haven't started it yet? I've not, actually. I'm a little bit intimidated by it. You know when you don't have room for something and you're going, yeah, where am I going to put that? Yes. <laughs> Every time I collect comics <laughs> from from my real uh, my retailer, I go, oh, cool. Where am I going to get these? Yes, I know that feeling very well, Paul. Yeah. So, but I mean, I I do enjoy a piece of a, a good you know project with Lego. Um, uh -huh. So I am looking forward to constructing it. Um, I'm wondering if maybe it's one I'll construct and then dismantle and then put away. So. Mm. And then when I'm older, I can reconstruct it again. <laughs> yeah. First built this back in 2022. Hmm. Yes. Can you hear the fly buzzing around, or is that just something I hear? I think that's just something you can hear. Mm. And there's a cat in the hall who desperately wanted to go into the hall and now isn't happy to be in the hall. Ah, oh, isn't that just like a cat? Hmm. Mm. Yes. That's uh, Lucy's cat, Cloud, who is here to stay with us for a few days. Right. Right. Yeah, I think he's, he's sad because he thinks Lucy's here somewhere and we're hiding her. <laughs> <laughs> uh, cats. We have two cats. And yeah, they're, I, I know the frustration of which you speak. Mm. 
we have a, a back door. Well, we have a living area and there's a, a deck outside. You know, you have to open the door and you, you're out on this very nice big deck. And at all hours of the day and night, that door is being opened and closed to let cats in and out mm. all the time. Yes, so we have uh, four cats in the house. Uh, well, oh I'd say in the house. One's outside at the moment because right. th- that is the one that will uh, piss and shit everywhere unless you let her out, uh, let him outside all the time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's also Lucy's cat. So yes, yes. This right. is um, from when Lucy was in an apartment and was not allowed any pets, and so she got two cats. Um, <laughs> as, as, of course, as you do. Ah, uh, young people, honestly. Young people, yes. Yes, but uh, no, it's, it was an okay Christmas. It was fairly low-key. We went up yeah. and saw my wife's father. Yeah, it was It was just the right amount of time. <laughs> Sorry to, to sidetrack you. I did just hear a fly there. Oh, yeah. it's it's My Yeti mic has a sphere of uh, audio, and I think the fly flew into it. Mm, yes. The the dog is sitting on the couch, and every time it goes near the dog, the dog goes with its mouth trying to get it, which it does not do a good job of. Right. Yes. But uh, no, we uh, it's, it's all happening at the farm. We've had uh, mice and rats, and the cats have been killing them, and we've had uh, oh. the uh, I think the cat out going outside most of the night keeps the foxes away because um, there was a couple of nights where we left the chickens out and. Sometimes when we do that, there are no chickens in the morning because the a fox has oh. come and decimated them. But, um, yeah, in this case, we had all our chickens still there. Um, oh. Yeah, but uh, I think one of the cats is a mob enforcer because um, we went out one morning and there were two dead rats on the driveway and a headless rabbit. And I think he really sent a message. Wow. <laughs> All, all the animals in your area would now be like, oh, shit, better behave ourselves. Um, yeah. God, I wonder what it did with the... No, I don't want to know what it did with the head. That's. Um... I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. It went and stuck it in someone's bed. <laughs> oh, hello, Jack. Jack's come to visit my microphone. He's, he's going to... I can be a pop filter for you. And he does this thing. Jack... Um, Loves to sit on a computer because it's it's got underneath warmth. Um, so Jack is a cat, right? Jack is the shitty. Jack is the if you've seen my socials, Jack is the one with his tongue out all the time. Right. Okay. Yeah. He's a there black cat. He's, Just but, in um, case anyone's listening, going, who is a small child sitting on your computer? <laughs> yes, I don't have a small child to sit on my computer. But um, yeah, now Jack likes to sit on a laptop or just walk across it frequently. And his his main trick is I don't know what he does, but he he always trips the the um, brightness completely down, so you think you can your laptop's off. Uh-huh. <laughs> so so you, it's all completely black, and he does something so the mouse is never there anymore. So you have to basically close it to get the mouse back. Um, and if there's any sort of um, search function, there's usually a really long string of characters in the search function. So, good old Jack. Uh, cats, honestly. Oh, that's what, I mean, we, uh, just before Christmas, um, we had been away for a few days and came back and there was all these eggs. So I got all the eggs out of the chicken coop and um, I, because, you know, if they've been there for a few days, they've usually got a bit of um, chicken poop on them. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. So I, I stuck them in the laundry and uh, 
and then when I had time I came back with a toothbrush and cleaned them all off and then I thought oh I've got to go and do something so I ran off to do that but I thought I'll just line them up I'll dry them all I'll line them up on the washing machine oh, and no, I'll yeah. shut the door uh, uh, okay. yeah, and they'll be fine and then about an hour later, I remembered and went to get them. And um, I've discovered the cats can open the laundry door now. And, you know, they, I don't think they wanted to eat the eggs, but they definitely didn't want me to eat them either. So no. of the 11 eggs that were lined up, um, eight of them were smashed on the ground. Oh, my God. Yeah. So, um, you know. What is it with cats knocking stuff off tabletops? Like I that? don't, I don't, it's a, a show of displeasure. I mean, like. They won't do it all the time, but if they want something, they will do it. So, uh, like, um, you know, I've seen them. I've seen my my earbud box has been on the table, and I've seen Jack come along, and you know, if he wants some food, uh, you know, everything on that table is going to go on the floor. <laughs> and if you're lucky, it won't get knocked around on the floor some more and go under furniture. So, ah, even better. Yeah. <sighs> See this. This is why I prefer dogs. Mm. You don't get that nonsense with dogs. Yes, anyway. but how was the Garvey Christmas, Garvey? Um, it, it was okay. It was, again, fairly... Uh, again, similar to yours, it was fairly low-key. We had uh, Carly's parents and my um, my brother Matt and my sister-in-law Sayaka and their, my little niece Hannah come along and we all, you know, had a nice lunch and sat around and chatted for a good couple of hours and... Um, Hannah got to, I was going to say she got to read, but she's only four and a bit, so she can't quite read yet. Uh, but for those that don't know, my wife, Kylie has, uh, published her very first children's book. Yeah. Easy. And it's, it's going to be out and in the, in the world as a real proper thing. Um, in February of 2023, I think now. I think they brought it forward a month. Anyway, so Kylie actually received uh, a real physical copy of it and was very excited. So um, we showed it to Hannah and she was very interested. And um, and my brother Matt sat down with her and he read the story to her and she seemed quite entertained and seemed to enjoy it. So that's a, a good indicator, I guess. <laughs> so, yeah. So yeah, that that was nice, and um, yeah, it was was yeah fairly low key, and and now we're in that weird, you know, what is what day is it? What actual date is it? You know, what year is it, Marty? Um, mm. and between Christmas and New Year's, so it's and there seems to be a lot of napping, <laughs> a lot of you know, uh, sustenance from leftovers from Christmas lunch, um, you know, very little else getting done, so. Good times. I have a fly update. Um, I think Jack has killed the fly in the corner of the room. Finally. Good on you, Jack. Good work, Jack. Yeah, there's a little bit of thumping in the corner, and now I can hear no more buzzing. Right. So. <laughs> That's very exciting. I mean, do, uh, it's illustrated, or? Yes, it is It is illustrated. Uh, I believe the artist's name is Amy Kaluti, um, and it's being published by i think they're called ek books i should have all this detail to hand but i don't uh, but if you look up if you just do a search for kai garvey and easy peasy um you'll i'm quite sure find it because it's all up for pre-order on things like barnes and nobles in the states Ooh. and uh target.com uh, so the american target sites 
uh, where else have I seen Dimmicks here in Australia have have got it on pre-order. Um, so it's all very exciting. Yeah, there uh, is. It's very cool. Well done, Kai. Yeah. So. Um, is this know, the f- the first of many? Let's hope so, because you know I'm very keen to retire early. Yeah. Uh, so you know she's got to. Every now and then I'll jokingly, you know, pretend to crack a whip and say, come on, where's the next one? Um, <laughs> and she, she's got a few ideas bubbling away and I'm just like, um, you well, know. The, the first one was easy peasy, so. Yeah, well, yes, yes. So, um, and yeah, it's, it's a it's a cute little story about a, a, a girl learning to roller skate. Uh-huh. Uh, and, and little Ruby thinks that skating will be easy peasy. Um, but then oh, I won't spoil it. But, you know, she might need some help. So, yeah. But it's a cute little book. So, yeah. And there's a duck in almost every illustration. The duck has no name, but he just pops up. I love that. I love the little, you know, ongoing visual um, continuity of something. um, That's fantastic. Yeah. There's a scene where Ruby's sitting on a bed talking with her dad, and the duck's just there hanging out with them. There's a thing where she's roller skating at a at a park, and the ducks just say roller skating as well. <laughs> <laughs> as as ducks very, do. Oh, uh, you know, look, yeah. cats do weird stuff. So do ducks, I guess. So, dogs, dogs are sensible. They're the ones you want. Um. Anyway, yeah. So that that's very cool. That's very exciting. So fantastic. Um. Yeah. It's it's been very. Uh, a very interesting journey to be uh, part of along the way. So, mm. yeah. Yeah, so, well, Kai does a literature podcast in Australia, doesn't she? Yes, she does a podcast called Totally Lit, um, and she interviews Australian authors and writers, and I, I think she had one American author on. Um, but, yeah, it's it's kind of a... Well, it's started out as monthly. Sometimes it's monthly. Sometimes it's more than monthly. Um, lucky you guys. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, and she's on she's on the Twitters and the the socials. Apparently, she has a TikTok now as well. So she's far oh. more socially media advanced than me, I guess. So, I've thought about getting a TikTok, but I don't know what I'd do on there. I think I'm at my social media limit, to be honest. Anyway, um, yeah, so check out Totally Lit if you want to hear some interviews with Australian writers. Um, and, and yeah, and I, I've got to say, that's a really well-produced podcast, that one. Oh, it's just... I hear the editing is top-notch. Yeah, yeah, you know, it's it's really good. Um, just an update, the fly is still alive, and Jack, oh. Jack wants to be a pop filter. Right. He keeps standing in front of my mic. Get the fly, Thank get you. it. Get, Get the fly jack. Get it. No. Yeah. Well, um, 2022 can eat a bag of dicks. That's my take on the year. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, wash it down with a big mug of poo. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. It, it's been. It's. It's just been yet another. I don't know, it's these early 2020s have just been, you know, not that cool. Yeah, yeah. So I have a, um, I did an update on my phone and it presented me with a new fitness thing called uh, fitness. Um, it's, it's ambiguous. But <laughs> Expense was spared, yes. <laughs> 
but I, I, I looked into it and thought, okay, I, I, maybe I should set some daily goals for exercise. And um, it's really weird because some days I absolutely smash them and some days I get nowhere near, uh, you know. But uh, it's it's quite – it's very patronising. Like, um, you know, some of you may know due to my prostate condition, I often get up in the middle of the night to go to the toilet and uh, take my phone so I can see rather than illuminating the entire house. And um, – my phone likes to send me encouraging messages after I do it. It said, you're off to a great start. Keep it going. And it's like, I've walked five meters to the bathroom and back at three in the morning. <laughs> and you think I'm off to a great start. Mm, mm. You know, pick and choose your moments. <laughs> phone. <laughs> I thought it was maybe going to be encouraging, you know. You going to the toilet? I thought that's what I was getting excited about, but no, it's just the walk there. (laughs) (laughs) You're off to a great start. Keep going. (laughs) (laughs) Keep whizzing, Paul. So what else? Um, I should talk about uh, my holiday, which was you are indirectly responsible for. I am. Yes, yes. So um, when uh, COVID kicked off, we uh, we had flights planned to go to uh, a certain person's wedding, and oh, then we couldn't God. go to the wedding. So um, you know, after a while, we had these flight credits, and was told, you know, you you need to use them by this date, or you're going to lose them. So um, and my wife is um, loves to watch what flights are coming through and uh, package deals and places, and she. Found us a seven-day deal in uh, Thailand, Phuket, and said we should do this. It's really, really, really cheap, and we've got the flight credits. And then uh, so we used our flight credits to go to Phuket and had a lovely holiday in Thailand. But um, Jetstar did screw us around a bit and say, <laughs> you know how you book the flights on these dates? Nah, nah. <laughs> You can go earlier or later, so you can go for a shorter amount of time or a longer amount of time, but you can't uh, go on those sorry. dates, oh. uh, which didn't really work very well because we had a, a seven-day at this resort booked in. Mm. Mm. But uh, anyway, so I, we decided to go longer than shorter. So, right. Uh, yeah, so we had uh, a few extra days on either side of the resort. And let me tell you, Thailand is a quite a place to be if you're uh, a mid mid late uh middle aged person because it's fantastic it's you know it's it's a, a good lifestyle it's you don't oh, have to okay. people work to make your life easier there and you know it's nice. yeah it's a incredible country really lovely but um i i get the impression there's just like full employment like i i don't think there's any employment benefit unemployment benefits so but um Okay. Everything's about sixty yeah, percent the price of Australia. Um, wow! Yeah, and the food is terrific, and the people are lovely. Um, the traffic is interesting. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> well, I mean, the lines on the road are just—I think they call them guidelines. They're not right. you know, strictly adhered to in any way, and everyone sort of just goes with the vibe of what they're feeling at the time. So, you know, if people want to overtake, they overtake. If people want to squeeze in, you know, two cars in a spot made for one, they will. But it all seems to work because everyone's incredibly chill. You know how in Australia most people are aggro when something doesn't go their way in traffic. Yeah, oh, yeah. In Thailand, everyone just rolls with it. Like, oh, okay, there's a, a truck, you know. Parked across the road suddenly, it's it's cool. <laughs> you know, 
I'll just drive on the footpath for a bit. And, you know, things like yeah, that. Sure. Okay. Yeah. And um, oh, what else? Does, oh, the the I I have a new definition of what the worst job in the world is. And you okay. know how your job sucks some days and my job sucks some days. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. The new uh, standard I think is the guy who drives around sits in the top of the garbage on the garbage truck. And so when new garbage arrives in the truck, they pass it to him and he sorts it out in the back of the uh, truck. Um, oh. So, you know, on a hot day, sitting in a pile of garbage in the back of a garbage truck, that would be my definition of the new worst job in the world. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, wow. we had a really nice time. We, you know, it was very decadent. Like, I feel like, you know how rich people are assholes. I think, I think this yes. is why why they get that way because they go places and everyone treats them you know incredibly specially and if you had that all the time you would just turn into a psychopathic monster like you would expect <laughs> to be treated fantastic all the time mm. yeah so but uh, really nice holiday fantastic break um it was the first big holiday that my wife and I have had without any of the children um my son has just turned 18 and uh, has a job so and has left school and he got his license just in time that was the big stress of the year was would he get his license in time and he <laughs> he did just under the wire so he could drive himself to work and um yeah well, but we had time. we literally had two weeks away together without a single headache argument or anything it was just wonderful so nice so now we're looking at options for you know how do you spend most of your retirement in thailand and just chill because <laughs> uh you know i want people to pick me up and drive me around all day for you know yeah. small amounts of money and i want you know food brought to me and things like that it's just so you're you're quite prepared to turn into a psychopathic monster like a rich person absolutely yeah. you're, you're at that end you're at that end of of your life yeah. yeah, yeah. I was thinking, how would I go living there? But I, I mean, uh, Thailand is a country that would be um, bad to, for books. So it's like Queensland, you know, it's hot and humid, and yeah, your right. comics would curl instantly in that weather. I'm sure you have that experience. Uh, sometimes, yes. But yeah. We we um we have air conditioning in my house, so I get ah. in the car. So I just make sure I get in the car and get home. As, as quickly and as safely as possible and then you know bag and board them so they're nice and straight still so but mm. yeah yeah years ago before you know such a luxury <laughs> of air conditioning <laughs> yeah no they my, my i remember yeah definitely having curled comics yeah so do you individually bag and board every comic um unless they're already bagged and boarded Okay. Uh, but yes, I, I back and board myself because sometimes, you know, when you're going in the back issue bins and you'll find, you know, you'll you'll pick something up and you'll bring it home and it'll have like a big price sticker on it and the oh, bag will yuck. look old and yellow and dusty and you'll be like, yeah, I'm just gonna give this a fresh coat <laughs> yeah. and put it in something nice and, and newer. Um, mm. So, and that actually happened not too long ago. There was a sale on at one of the comic shops here, and I I think everything was like two bucks or something, which is like a massive deal. Oh, yeah. Um, That's 25 cents for Americans. (laughs) Pretty much, pretty much, yeah. Um, So, yeah, and I got them home, and um, I've got most of them bagged and boarded, but there, there are others, you know, in the massive pile 
a massive backlog of comics I've got together. I've probably got like close to 18 months worth of Wonder Woman sitting there that I've not read. So it's just, you know, it's just, just life, man. (laughs) Yeah, that's tough though, because you make your decisions based on, I want to read this. And then when Mm. you say that, you're not thinking, I want to read 18 at once. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. you You think, I want to read one each month. Yeah. 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 yeah, and then you get to it, and you're like, oh, like I actually found a couple of Detective Comics annuals I bought um, months and months ago, and I'd completely forgotten I even had them. I was like, oh, okay. had you rebought them again? <laughs> no, no, I, I no, they weren't double ups. Thank you very much. They, <laughs> Paul is making reference to. See, Paul's not the only one that went on trips recently. I. Went. I've been to in the last month and a bit. I've been to both Canberra and Sydney, mostly to see bands. Um, we went to Canberra to see um, Crowded House because Kylie loves them, and we missed out on tickets here at oh, one of those Day on the Green type oh, yeah. things, which are like music festivals for the older crowd, and everyone has a seat and you rock out. Oh, it's, it, it's Concerts with wine. Basically. Yeah, yeah. Um, so we missed out on, t- on local tickets for that, so we thought, let's have a weekend of it. We'll go to Canberra. So I went and checked out comic shops in Canberra. Then earlier in December, we went to Sydney to see my all-time favourite band, the Pixies, playing at the op- Sydney Opera House Forecourt, which was just fantastic. Um, and, of course, I went and visited comic shops there. What I didn't realise is that... <laughs> I picked up an Action Comics trade in Canberra. And then when I was in Sydney, I bought an Action Comics trade. And then when I got home from the Sydney trip, I realised I'd bought the same thing twice. Oh, dear. (laughs) Yes. That was one of many phrases I said to myself. Oh, dear, Michael, you silly duffer. (laughs) That's exactly what I said. Um so, yeah, that's... And Paul chided me. He said, you've got a comics app, don't you? And I said, yes, I do. Mm. But I just haven't updated it in a while. It's just, just oh, life, dear. man. Updating the comics app is one of the joys of my life. Oh. Yeah, I can't leave it alone. I'm always looking at it. Anyway, but, uh, yeah, I've been um, culling a little bit of my collection. With the uh, having DC Universe Infinite... Um, a lot of stuff that I had to keep forever because it was the only way to read it, it that no longer applies. So mm. yeah, so I've got choices to make, and uh, I think there's part of me wants to. I have this romantic notion of having a small comic collection of things that are awesome, you know, just the you know the best of the best or the stuff that you can't read any other way. So yeah, yes. like, um, I can't get rid of like my Alan Moore Supreme issues because you know there's been no good collection of them put out. I mean they did a right. trade, but it was the quality was appalling. So you know things like that, and I don't want to you know pay for digital copies of things that I own um, if they're not like a subscription service is fine because you can basically pick and choose what you read whenever you want to read it. Um, sure. Yeah. So okay. yeah, so I have been selling things, but uh, it's sort of. Gradual. I mean, the, I mean, I, I learned this with magic cards. There is no quick get rid of a lot of stuff that you can no. make any money on. You can, you know, you can make a lot of money on selling, you know, going, what's this card worth? And looking it up and going, okay, that one's worth that much. And then you sell that card. 
and uh, while you get some money, it doesn't solve your massive box of cards problem. Nice. Um, so I'm doing the same thing. I'm, I'm, I'm gambling that I've got enough left in me, um, life, that I can <laughs> do this with my my comics and trades and get them down to just the the beautiful stuff, the you know, right. like the Starman omnibus hardcovers and things like that. And yeah, but. Uh, yeah, uh, but there are some issues. Like uh, I've been looking at my swamp things. Like when you've got ninety percent of a volume, you're going, mm, I should do, you know, I know there's no really good reason to do this, but if I complete that volume, I get a little tick on my app next to <laughs> So are you, are you gonna do it to please yourself or the app gods? Uh, I don't know if there's any difference. Like it's so like it's, I, it's the the what's what's that brain chemical the, the happy one when you do something good is that serotonin serotonin yeah maybe it you is yeah. you're getting the serotonin boost from ticking that box yeah it's weird though i don't know if i like to do that i will probably have to spend about 200 dollars um to get all the ones i want right and then they'll be in that box. And this is how I picture it going. You know, I'm dead and the kids are going through my stuff. And they go, what's this box? And they go, it says Swamp Thing. Oh, okay. And that that's the end of how much it will matter. Oh, did you hear that? There was a cat knocking, I did. A, knocking yeah. a um drinks coaster off the table. Right. <laughs> but uh, he's sitting there looking at it like, oh, what does it do now? Yeah. Maybe he's, you know, doing his villain's monologue at the coaster. You know, yeah, I've, but later on, I'm going to sit on the couch and go, where's my drinks coaster? So I'm going to have to put my drink on the leather instead of on the coaster. Oh, no. Mm. <laughs> on you, Jack. Good on you. Little bugger. Bloody cat. Yeah. I mean, but you, you collect detective comics. What's your goal? What's your end goal there? I want them all. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just... The, the thing is, I'm still yet to read any of them. Mm. See, that's my problem there. I need to I need to find a, a a starting point and a date where I just go, okay, you've got quite a lot of these now, Michael. You really need to start reading them. And portions of them I have read. Like I've got some of the um, the trade paperbacks that collect the very early Detective Comics, but along with um, like you know, the start of Batman Volume 1 and the original World's Finest series. So mm. it's a bit of an anthology type thing. So I've read read a couple of those. I'm, I've got the third one to finish off. I've read, um, I've got a couple of trades where they have um, some of the issues I'm missing. So like, you know, uh, the Black Mirror mm. trade back, which is at the very end of Detective Volume 1. So, but I've got just like, a couple of shelves full of tech issues that I've not read. So my goal, uh, my first goal is, I guess, to start reading them. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> that might be a good idea. Uh, the, the trouble with that is end-to-end, you know, if you start with the earliest ones read your way through, I, I, I guarantee you're going to read a lot of really bad Batman issues. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, because yeah, sure. the old stuff lacks the, the modern sensibilities that you like. But if I can recommend a reading point, which I have recommended before to other people, um, start with Detective 583. 
583. Okay. That is the start of um, Alan Grant, and pretty soon he's joined by Norm Brayfogel, and uh, uh, and you got okay. Wagner and Grant for a little while. So uh, yes. and that is a uh, that is a run for the ages. That one. So I'm pretty sure I have read some of that stuff already. I know there was, I think there was one particular issue where. They had a DJ sort of as like the framing device. Oh, it yeah, yeah. Stormy Night, yeah. Yeah, that's the ones yeah. with the corrosive man. When... That's the one, yeah. 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 And Cadaver. <laughs> yes. Cadaver. Yes. What do you want so... to be? I think I'll be a supervillain, okay. Yeah, yeah, sure. Well, <laughs> Mr. <why> Cadaver? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's, well, why not? I've done it. I've accomplished everything else in my life. Um, yeah, so... I I have in single issues. I've got tech. Uh, I've got a whole. I've got 366 issues. Whoa! Of Detective Comics, but I have a complete run from issue 567 to 825. Yikes! So that's that's like a big chunk there. Yeah. And there's there's lots of you know little holes to to fill up. If you'll pardon the expression. Um. Well, so, I mean, key issues are your enemy, aren't they? The, you know, the ones that have a hot cover or a first appearance. They oh, are, yeah, yeah. They are the worst. They're, so. they're like, oh, how much? You want how much for that? Yeah. <laughs> I'll go and find this other one that has a, you know, a no-name villain and a, a ho-hum creative team and a nothing story. Yeah. But yes, I'll, I'll tick that box. <laughs> I'll close it. I'll tick off a number in that little app. Oh, sweet, sweet ticks. Oh yeah. <laughs> so, what was your question? What's the goal? Um, I, I don't. I just to collect as 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 much of it as possible. I guess I don't know why. Yeah. Um, but I've come this far. It's it's like with my Doom Patrol collection. I've got. I, I know I've got all the modern stuff. I have a few of the My Greatest Adventure issues, um, and the rest are in trades, and I'm kind of like, okay, cool, I've got it all. Cool. Mm. cool, cool. It's, I've actually done the opposite. I mean, I never had everything Doom Patrol. I had a few, you know, a, a fair chunk. Mm. Um, but I have actually gone, well, I've kind of dealt with this stuff. I've covered it on the show. I don't need to keep it anymore. So I, I literally sold off the entire John Byrne pile. So it's gone. <laughs> Well, I can't blame you for that. Yeah. I mean. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, and there's other bits where I'm, I'm going, what what do I really want to keep out of all of this? And, uh, yeah. And I, I think part of that is because I never attained, like, the first appearance of the Doom Patrol. So I do this stupid thing where I can't have all of it. I want none of it. <laughs> <laughs> right. Not to that extreme. But, you know, like, may, I always think, you know, you're collecting detective comic issues and uh, you're in your mid-40s. So, you know, you want to find the guy who's in his 70s who's been collecting detective comic issues and realise no one in his family cares. And, you know, that's the guy you want to find. And you'd say, hey, I'm you 30 years ago. Give them to me and I'll have that that joy that you wanted. Uh, I I need to find a a comic sugar daddy. (laughs) (laughs) You do. 
yeah. I think I think for me part of it is is I guess the thrill of the hunt of ticking that box, you know, yeah. of, of going of looking at your little app and going, Okay, I've got five oh seven to five oh nine and then I've got five eleven. Okay, I need to get five ten. I need to, yeah. to fill that gap. So I think that's part of the fun of it for me as well. But Yeah. That empty feeling of satisfaction for a minute. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Don't bring any realism into it. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. And then there's the all the you know the ongoing modern day stuff that you know is on my regular pull list. So yes. Oh gosh, yeah. I'll get to it eventually. Good thing I'm on holidays. So, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, there's always someone worse than us out there doing this. That's the good thing, you know. I found um I found a YouTube channel of a guy who's collecting comics, but they all need to be slabbed. Well, hang on. So he wants CGC nine point eight of all the Green Lanterns. Oh my god! You know, but this is like the Jeff Johns one. So you know, then they're easy to get relatively if you're not a psychopath like that. But he wants you know. So what do you do with that? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, life is finite, and you know. Anyway, I, I mean, far be it for me to say criticize someone who does something to make themselves happy, but uh, yeah, what, what's what's the end goal here? What, it it does make me raise an eyebrow because it's like you do know they're for reading, right? And once they're slab, they can't be read. Yeah, uh, but look, I, I'm sure it's some sort of investor speculator type thing he's got going on. Maybe, so. maybe, but you know, like sometimes I see a slab comic and I just go, "Why would you get that slabbed?" And it, it's like it's not a key issue. Uh, it hasn't got an amazing cover. <laughs> <laughs> what's the point there? You know, like it's just someone went, "Oh, I'll get a comic slabbed," and didn't think about what or why or how. Um, but I mean, I feel like collecting comics in Australia already has that uh, higher degree of difficulty compared to America. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, like for us to find a complete run of something is, you know, it's about 80% harder than it would be if we were in America because um, mm. there's just less product out there around and there's yep. less places to buy it from and there's less collectors. And similarly, like, uh, you know, when I sell my comics, I'm, I'm often like, if I was selling this in America, I'd probably get you know twice the price I'm getting here because there's mm-hmm. more more people in the market. Yeah. Um, so yeah, but yeah, it um, so there's that degree of difficulty. But if you raise that to say, okay, now I want the best copy of the bit, you know, these issues that I'm trying to find. Uh, you know, so yes. is that guy Australian or American, Mister YouTubing Slab Man? He was American. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. Good yeah. lord. Yeah, uh, he's he does a lot of you know. Hey, I've got a package in his you know fifty comics that I've just had slabbed and look at that. Wow. Oh, it came back as a nine point six. That's bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. Yeah. Oh god. Yeah. Look, yeah, each of their own, but. You know, like I've I've got comics from the fifties and sixties, and I'm like, I want to be able to look at them, so I can. It, it's like a living document from that point in time. Mm. You go, wow, here's what they were advertising back in those days, or you know, hey, here's an actual letters page, and here's yeah. some thoughts, and 
Um, Here's someone he, criticizing one of the best issues of all time. Nothing has changed. Yeah. <laughs> you know, um, and I would not get that same sort of experience if I had something slapped. But, mm. you know, each to their own. Yeah. But, I mean, what, what are we... What are your gaps? You haven't got that issue of um, with the Joker where his face is done with bats, a flock of bats by Jock. Uh, no, I don't have that one. Yeah, yeah. Um, have you got any of the Walt Simonson, uh, Denny, no, Denny O'Neill, Archie Goodwin, Walt Simonson, uh, Manhunter ones? I might have some of them. I don't know. Look, if it's between five, what did I say before? 563. 567 and 825. Oh, I've got it for sure. <laughs> but <laughs> No, they were earlier than that. I think they're in the 400s. So. Yeah, I've, I've got a few 400s, uh, but they're all over this place. Yeah. They're all, all spotty here and there sort of thing. So, yeah. yeah. Well, it's a good opportunity for our listeners. If you want to be Mike's sugar daddy, comic <laughs> sugar daddy. Yeah, yeah, comic sugar daddy. Yeah, let's, let's just... Be clear on that. <laughs> Actually, I won't be sexist. Comic sugar mother. Um, yeah. That yeah. sounds weird. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Three words I never thought I'd hear put together, but thanks. Mm. Yeah. So, speaking of mothers, um, mine passed away just before Christmas. Mm. Mm. And I, I'm, I still feel so... I'm really sorry, Paul. It's... Yeah. It, thank, it's, thank you, Mike. Thank you. It's It's been... Yeah. Not a great time. No. Well, I mean, mum had a, a wonderful life and she did every single thing she wanted to do. So, mm. you know, she, I mean, she didn't have a job the entire time I, I was her child, but before that she did. But, um, you know, she was never um, wasting a spare second. Like She was always writing articles and books and, you know, sending letters off and representing things on the church councils and everything. So um, very active Christian um, and... Yeah, she would never, ever stop, you know, talking to people about God and Christ and all that sort of stuff. So, um, and praying and, you know, would teach, um, you know, people English and all sorts of things. So she was very, very, very busy. So there wasn't a sense of, um, you know, sadness as in, you know, she she's missing out, I guess. Yeah. So, yeah. so but um, it was unexpected because my, my dad has been... Uh, very unwell for a long, long time. And mum mm. and dad were living in uh, a, a semi-retirement apartment. And uh, about two years ago, dad actually moved into aged care and was downstairs from mum. So mum was in the, the apartment and he would, you know, she would see him every afternoon when he'd come up for afternoon tea. But um, he was... Uh, had Alzheimer's. He still, well, he still has Alzheimer's. But, um, yeah, it was unexpected that mum went first because she seemed very hale and hearty and uh, yeah. active and well. And, uh, yeah, so that was not something we had plans for, of course. But, uh, yeah, but, uh, yeah, now going through mum's stuff and going, uh, what do we do with all these books and things? So, yeah. Yeah. Uh... Mum owns the heaviest coffee table in the universe. So oh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yes, it's one they had made in the 70s. A friend of theirs was an artist, so they basically, it's a giant coffee table, but the entire top is 
um, filled in with tiles so, right. in a mosaic. <laughs> yeah. Hang on. This is possibly because I've just watched Glass Onion. You haven't tried pushing any of the tiles in or rotating them or anything and, you know, revealing... Oh, spoilers. No, I haven't. No. <laughs> oh, it's in there. No, I'm sure it's in the ads. You know, no, this... I, I, I haven't seen the ads for that. But, I mean, I have not... like. I would have driven matchbox cars over every single tile on top right. of that table over the okay. years. So, you know, I, I yeah. But, it, I mean, it was a very bumpy service. It was very off-road for the cars. <laughs> <laughs> and incredibly heavy. But, yeah, uh, yeah we've, everyone in the family is like, do you want it? Uh, nope. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even want to try and move it. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's uh, yeah, kind of like... Um... After my mum passed a couple of years ago, and my my stepdad was like, "Oh, you and your brother Matt come over because your mum's got all this stuff here down in the the um the office under the house, and she had furniture and stuff from like when we were kids in New yeah, Guinea, oh, wow. and like this similar thing, giant you know seventies eighties coffee table, but it was one she bought in, I think she had it shipped over from Hong Kong." Wow. And it's got the four little stools that go underneath it, and we're kind of like, ah, oh, neither of us have room for this giant monstrosity. You might want to hold on to that a bit longer, thanks, stepdad. Yeah. Yeah, well, uh, I mean, because dad isn't living in the apartment anymore, basically we have to clear out the entire thing. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But um, my sisters have, um, you know, kids, and one of them's married, so we've, you know, there's a little bit of need for furniture and stuff. And uh, Okay. Yeah. But uh, it's all very... There's no fights over who gets what and anything. But uh, That's good. Yeah. I, I certainly... I don't want any of the books. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, my dad had... like Looked like he'd backed up his computer every week for for the last 25 years. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So it's like the history of computer data storage. <laughs> oh, my God. And... Yeah, it's the the apartment is filled with audio cassettes and VHSs and oh, things, wow. all this stuff that's just, you know. I mean, I had already stayed with mum and got rid of a whole bunch of things, saying there's no need to have this. And in that apartment, there were more tools in that two-bedroom apartment that my dad owned than on my property, which is a farm. So Wow. <laughs> So I've taken a lot of the tools home and sort of upgraded all my tools from, you know, the ones. It's funny, the the memory of these tools is like, my, I just remember my dad saying, don't touch that. No, you can't use that. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> now I can. Yeah, you can, yep. <laughs> Who's the boss? Paul's the boss. Yeah. <laughs> and things like, you know, the other day I was trying on a belt and it was the wrong size. And I go, ah, I got dad's leather punch. Oh. <laughs> so I made a new hole in my belt. <laughs> It's from all those trips to the toilet in the morning that I've lost all that. Oh, my God. (laughs) Yeah, but we did have it. We had a beautiful service, and it was online. So uh, I know a few of um, my friends in the podcasting world and uh, online have, they watched it. So, um, you know, but that was uh, lovely was, um, you know, all the people reaching out to me made me feel really, you know, loved Mm. by my friends, even though they're scattered all over the world. And, you know, it was very, very supportive and... um, uh, yeah, that's the, the one of the best things about the people we know from doing podcasts is, you know, I got a whole new bunch of friends, and I'm, I'm going to HeroesCon next year. Are you? Or this year, depending on when this drops. <laughs> <laughs> this 
has to drop before the end of the year, doesn't oh, it? Oh, okay. All right. Next year, I'm yeah. going to HeroesCon again. I bought, <laughs> I bought my tickets. Oh, uh, have you been to HeroesCon before? I have. And have you been to HeroesCon? I have, yeah. Yeah. Funny that. Yeah. So, um, but I'm going solo, so none of the family coming with me, just me. So oh. I'll be doing the... I'm going to look at comics all day, and then I'll eat at the end of the day. <laughs> <laughs> Not worry about food in the middle of the day and things like that. So yeah, that's that's a rookie mistake that one. Yeah, but I, I, there's a number of comics that are being held for me in America that have been you know purchased over the last few years that COVID has made just about impossible to get. So oh. I'm going to pick them up. So you know my lovely friend Jake, who uh, from time tumble time tum, there's no such word as tumble time. <laughs> no, there is not tunnel comics is um, holding. There you go. A few for me, and Ruth and Darren Sutherland, the the fighting Sutherlands. Fighting some... Sutherlands, gosh, I wish they'd calm down. You know? <laughs> Non-stop violence. It's like Quentin Tarantino directs them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, so, I'm looking forward stuck to seeing them. The, stuck in the middle with Ruth. Sorry. Um... <laughs> Darren Unchained. <laughs> Oh, dearie me. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> wow, that got weird quick. Uh, oh, that's awesome. That's awesome. I'm I'm possibly going to be there. Maybe. Oh, I really want you to come. Totally with sex tape. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I cannot make any promises, mm. but, you know, there are, there are plans... There are multiple different plans. There are, you know, certain things we would like to do with what money we have saved. And so, mm. yeah, um, it's just, you know, what can be managed in a certain amount of time. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, having been to HeroesCon before, did you know I've been to HeroesCon? <laughs> I did know, yes. yes. Have I mentioned that before? Yeah. I mean, it, to be honest, you were the trendsetter with HeroesCon, and um, I hate to admit that, but, yeah, I... <laughs> You were the first to do the pilgrimage, pilgrimage among us, and uh, yeah, yeah. I did it for my fiftieth. So, um, but uh, yeah, I I always said to people, they said, you know, are we going to have a comics con get together? This is, you know, the, the our American friends. I always said 2023 because my son's finished school. Um, I'll have so much money then. <laughs> Yeah, and uh, how's that going? How's that worked out? Uh, well, I, I did pay for the flights using um, Afterpay, so four, four pays. Right. So it's going to hurt yeah. me for the next uh, four fortnights to cover that. So. Oh, look, you know, it's nothing and, better yeah. than being regular, you know? It's, yeah. it's a great feeling. Yeah. And if there is a God, I think God's favourite game is uh, basically saying to Paul, you have this much money, um, I'm going to make you use it all. Yeah. <laughs> At once. That's called being a grown-up. So, but the other reason I like HeroesCon is because it's usually around the time of my birthday, so it's like a massive comic book birthday indulgence. Mm. So, but yeah, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. I would, I would love to go there again, but uh, we'll see. Yeah, well, I believe um, most of the Fire and Water crowd will be there, like uh, Shag and Rob and. Um, Ryan Daly, uh, maybe the Chris and Cindy, you know. So the yeah, but I'm hoping we'll get some people from further afield, like uh, 
of course, I'm I'm going to actually stay with our friend Kevin. So he's mm-hmm. he said he'd put me up, which makes the cost much more feasible. So yes, yeah. yeah. And of course, I will see Jake there and the Sutherlands and all that sort of thing. So it's mm. yeah, it's going to be very violent and, and fun. <laughs> Oh, um, you know, the Longbucks Crusade boys, they'll be there. And oh, yes. Laurel, Mountain Flower. I never knew that she was called Mountain Flower because Laurel is a flower from the mountains. Yeah, I, I do recall seeing her mention that. And I was like, I'm sure I knew that a Laurel was a, like a Laurel wreath. It's like a wreath made of laurels. Oh. Don't rest on your laurels. Okay, yeah, yeah, all right. Yeah, yeah. You've, you've brought in Caesar and all that sort of stuff. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm smart like that. Yeah. You are smart like that. Once again, I'm feeling intimidated by your intelligence. So. Ah, well... Screw you, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> Look, we each bring different things to this show, you know, yeah. and our other shows and, and stuff, so, you know. I bring a nice new mic. Yes, you, you bring a, a Yeti and I bring me. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, take that, podcasting world. Mm. So you and I have been podcast. What did we work out? Is this the, the ninth year? We're just commencing our ninth year of podcasting together? Hang, hang on. I'm, I'm literally trying to count it out. Uh, I think next year. Is that, was, it, was it Christmas 2014? It was. That was our first. Yeah. So we've done eight years. We've we're done started... it. We're into yeah, starting our ninth year. And yes, haven't we? <laughs> Look how we've grown. <laughs> <laughs> Look how we've improved. Um, yeah. So yeah, n- nine years of podcasting together. Yeah. It's yeah. funny though. I mean, I feel like probably in the last three years, I've had a little bit of cognitive decline in that I, I find it harder to find the exact words I want to say in a podcast so uh-huh. yeah and I, I don't as you know I don't prepare prep much do I so I don't not always no I, I resist no. being prepared I mean eventually you told me with uh, waiting for doom that I needed to start writing synopsis rather than winging it and uh, mm. you know I think you did improve the show by telling me that but I do resent the extra effort that is involved but uh, yeah. I, I just think if you want to be, you know, entertaining and informative, you've you've got to do a little bit of work. Oh, you bastard. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, but that, this is one of the reasons the Gary Show exists is because we don't have to do any prep. Yes. Yeah, we just. Uh, well, Hang on, I've got to, I've missed a line there. Sorry, just going. Oh, sorry. I said you don't have to do any prep, and then you say. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, you're right. We yeah, that, that was one of the reasons you yeah you just wanted to have a informal chinwag, two dudes kicking back, talking stuff and nonsense about everything and nothing. Sorry, what page are we on? Ah, <laughs> uh, you dig back. Um, <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Yes. So very exciting, but. Uh... Yeah, uh, onward and upward for next year. I hope it's it's a better year for us. So. Yeah, yeah. Look, it's well. Yeah, I begrudgingly remain optimistic that 2023 will be slightly better than the last few years overall. Mm. I mean, certainly, I read a lot of comics in 2022. I, yeah, mm. 
Um, and I watched a lot of TV and I read one novel. <laughs> oh, yeah. And I'm saying that anticipating that I will finish it in the next three days. <laughs> <laughs> How many pages left? I'm about halfway through. It's not a, it's okay. like about 220 pages to go. So right. I, think, I think I can do it if I knuckle down and, uh, yeah, but I'm not, I'm not working at the moment. I don't have to go back to work till the fourth. So. Ooh. Oh, well, plenty of time. Plenty of time. Yes. Mm. But yes, we, we, you know, I, I was being a bit silly before, but I mean, we have grown a bit as podcasters because we started out with Waiting for Doom and we did DCOCD and then you started Dial F and then we've got the Gary Show. So we, we cover a broad range of things. We do. We do. And yeah. I mean, part of it is, you know, we just want to express ourselves and this is a real outlet and a joy, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Mostly yeah. a joy, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when you behave yourself, yeah. yeah. So when you've done your prep, yeah. yeah. Not been a joy lately, so. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I think, I, I think, um, look, I'll be honest, sometimes life just gets in the way. It does. And, um, I don't always have the, the energy, um, or the motivation to, to be to find myself ready to podcast so yeah um and and there's you know there's always the the little voice in the back of my head saying you know go on mike start doing your detective comics podcast and then <laughs> the other part of me is like mike you know how you like to prep and research stuff yeah think of how you know you've got 80 plus years <laughs> of stuff to research and prep for there do you really want to do this oh, no. so, uh, yeah but, but 2023, new Doom Patrol comic series. Yeah, absolutely. That's exciting. Yeah. That's going to spark up waiting for Doom a bit. And we might have some surprises in store related to that as well. Yeah, and we're doing, uh, we're finishing our current um, season of uh, DCOCD and we're doing that Mm. with an event bracket. Yeah, going out with a bang with prizes, I see. Prizes, yes. Yes, Mm. I've. um, Part of my death prep is like, do I need to keep this? No, I'm, I'm, it's a cool prize. I'll do that. <laughs> I was wondering how you came by those, and you just pulled back the curtain and gone, death prep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, the prizes for the the DCOCD event bracket, and all you got to do is just leave a comment on one of our threads and on waitingfordoom.com. And I said, yeah. download an episode, and that's just me because I want to increase our stats. Um, yeah. Yeah, you don't have to, but do it, you lazy bastard. But you should. Yeah, yeah. you should. Um, yeah. But yeah, there are it three prizes, and these are the Nicola Scott. Um, she did these wonderful covers with a whole, um, you know, standing r- class of Superman and Wonder Womans and Batmen. Um, mm. So there's three separate prints with those, and they're signed by Nicola Scott. And uh, one can be yours if you enter. And uh, at the moment, the two people who have entered, they're a shoe-in. <laughs> <laughs> well done, them. Yeah, so waitingfordoom.com. Just go over there and have a look. You'll work it out. And, uh, yep. yes, so that's coming up. We're going to do that mid-January, so you'll be hearing that episode. Um, mm-hmm. And we will be talking about uh, Doom Patrol very soon, I believe. Yeah. Very soon. Yeah, yeah. and... Yeah, it's going to be a whole nother year of podcasting and stuff. And yeah, yeah. So yes, but uh, thank you, Mike, for another fantastic year. I actually feel like, um, much like 
you know, uh, the crucible forges stronger steel. I, I feel like our friendship is stronger than ever at the moment. Oh, thank you. Hmm. And, you know, certainly you're one of the, the first person I talk to about good news and bad news. So. Yes. Yes. Um, so I, I have very much valued your friendship and your time for me. And, uh, yes, I know my job is less demanding than yours. <laughs> <laughs> No, and, and I think, and look, likewise, my friend, um, it, it's, it's been another roller coaster of a year, um, which it has been, I think this roller coaster has been going since like, I don't know, 2016, 2019. It's all been up and down, you know, COVID, um, losing family members, just life in general. Yeah. Um, but no, I, I always appreciate your counsel and your wisdom and your lols. And, um, I thank you for your patience with me because I, Paul will sometimes message me and I won't always get back to him straight away because just life, man, just crazy. Mm. I'm still waiting for the day when Paul said, when I revealed that my car, you know, when it gets a text message, it reads the text aloud. You still haven't sent me anything naughty or rude yet. (laughs) (laughs) So still wait for that. That that can be your Christmas present to me. Oh, okay. I'll I'll try and time it. Yeah, I'll I'll just have to get in the habit of tweeting out. Just about to hop in the car, you know, <laughs> going to go and do this errand with the family in tow. Yes. And then you know, feel free to let loose because the worst that will happen is I'll just wet myself laughing, you know. So, which is you know not a bad way to go. Yes. So, yeah. And we're still hanging on the twitters, but if you are unhappy with the Twitter, just message us and we'll give you another zone to communicate through. Yeah, I wish Hive was better. Uh, it's actually the pause from Twitter has sort of killed Twitter for me. Like, I, I I, thought I needed it and, you know, just being disinterested in it because it was so, um, ugh, has made yeah. me go, actually, I don't need it. I just need to be able to talk to people regularly. So, uh, you know, I've found uh, we have a Discord channel for DCOCD if anyone really wants to join that. And, you know, it's quite, quite happy. Yeah, it's 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 all. Yeah, I, I, maybe we don't need to hear what everyone thinks about everything all the time. Uh, yeah, that. Yeah, and I. Yes, I'll just say that. <laughs> that I wish Twitter wasn't in such a weird state of flux and it just remained as it was to a certain extent, because now it's like all these other avenues have popped up and like. There's been a few times my phone has almost melted from notifications oh, coming yeah. through from all those different avenues, so I've had to take certain steps with certain things. I don't know why I'm moving my hands around to describe uh-huh. avenues. No one can see me do this. Avenues. Anyway. Yeah. Yes. Well, I mean, the, yeah, I went from having, like, two socials that I used to check for messaging and stuff to having, I think I've got eight at the moment. And, Holy shit. And I don't like it. Like, yeah, no, no. I don't like it. It's no. too many. So and yeah, Hive sure looked like it was going to be good, but then it isn't. But it's it's broken a lot of habits. Like a lot of stuff that just happened on Twitter regularly doesn't seem to happen anymore. Like you know, but Twitter itself is malfunctioning. Like I used to mute mm. conversations when I'd had enough, and it does nothing now. It doesn't mute them at all. Oh, God. Yeah, and uh, every day I get followed by three non-existent women who want me to follow them. Oh so. yeah. Yeah, yeah, I've had that happen as well. Yeah. yeah, and I've lost interest in curating that. Like normally, I just block and move on, and you know now it's like, what's the point of you know 
curating and improving my Twitter experience when I don't value it anymore. So yeah, yeah. Anyway, yes. Just, you know. But if you want to get in touch with me, you can find me. You can, you know, or just head for waitingfordoom.com if all else fails. So yeah, leave a message on our thread, and you might win a prize, and you'll get in contact with me. Yeah. <laughs> win win. Win win. Yeah. Kapow. Yeah. <laughs> All right, mate. Let's uh, let's uh, stick a fork in this. It's done. It is well and truly done. Thanks for joining us for another Gary Show, everyone. Uh, we'll be back very early in the new year, that being 2023, with an all-new Waiting for Doom. Um, and as Paul mentioned, in sometime mid-January 2023, there'll be the DCA City Bracket event, um, where you could win fabulous prizes. Um, and... Is there another Dial F coming up soon, Paul? Oh, there might be. There's always the potential for that. Yes. Okay. There's a potential Dial F coming up. And, um, yeah, thanks for joining us, and keep on garying. Thank you. I will. I'm getting Gary like it's 1999. 1999. What?